It's November. Time to drink pumpkin spice lattes while putting up the Christmas tree. I read a meme somewhere that said, somewhere Mariah Carey's defrosting. <laughs> Although our culture praises the holiday season, don't forget that mainstream culture has also turned this joyful season into a season of consumerism. So if you're not buying into it this year, literally, it's okay. I want to talk about factors that contribute to holiday blues, especially during a pandemic, and why it's okay to not be okay during the holiday season. So grab a hot drink. Let's talk about it. I remember growing up, Christmas was my favorite time of the year. My entire family would get together every single year. I'm talking all of my tias, all of my tios, and all of my cousins, all jam-packed inside of my great-grandma's tiny little home. We would starve all day until the food was ready, so we made sure to leave plenty of room for seconds and dessert. We would laugh, tell stories, watch the Cowboys game. Back then, they were actually good, and they actually used to win games, and we would just enjoy one another's company. A month later, we would do it all over again on Christmas Eve and create even more memories while unwrapping gifts and tamales. <laughs> I wish I would have known back then how much I would miss those holidays as an adult. Maybe I would have appreciated it more, taken a few more photos, or had longer conversations with my family members who've already transitioned into the next life. Rarely do we realize how important a moment is until it becomes a memory. I always reminisce on the holiday seasons of my childhood. As the years have passed, our gatherings have gotten smaller, more people are missing, and it becomes more relevant that time passes quicker than we realize. When we stop and reflect, it's hard not to mourn. This doesn't mean that you're not grateful for your family or the new traditions that you've created over the years. It just means that you're still actively loving those who've passed and pausing to remember and mourn their loss. Grief comes in waves, and it's normal to feel like you're drowning at times during the holidays. If this feels like you, know that you're not alone. It's actually more common than you think. So common, in fact, that it has its own term. Let's talk about the holiday blues. Holiday blues are a feeling of sadness that individuals experience during the holiday season, typically in November and December. Now, does this mean that you hate the holidays? Absolutely not. You can love the holiday season and still experience holiday blues. My mom misses my grandmas and my great grandma so much during the holidays. Not only do we celebrate the holiday season without them, but my grandma's birthday was nine days before Christmas. Christmas is my mom's favorite holiday, but it doesn't mean that she's not allowed to miss her mom, her mother-in-law, and grandma during this time of the year. Santa has never missed a stop at our house over the years. The food is always made on time, and our family Christmas photos always come out looking great. But that doesn't mean that she's not also affected by the holidays and she can't leave space to grieve. I'm super grateful for you, Mom. Thank you. It's perfectly normal. You can jam to your favorite Christmas album and still be sad. 
You can love on your family who are present, and you can still miss those who aren't there. Grief is the final act of love. The holiday season reminds us of this each year. Nostalgia for past holiday experiences is probably the most common reason for holiday blues. Missing deceased loved ones is not the only reason, though, that you can experience it. Financial difficulties can affect your mood during the holidays. For families who live in poverty or for middle-class families with a sudden job loss, the holiday season might not be their favorite time of year. Our society puts so much pressure to overdo it for the holidays. Overspend, overeat, overindulge. We lean into that spirit of comparison and we start to beat ourselves up because we're afraid that our children's Christmases won't look like their friends or their classmates. And then we start to size ourselves up thinking that the number of gifts under the tree is the equivalency of your worth as a parent. Here's the thing. Your kids want you. They want your time. They want your presence, not your presence. (laughs) Don't go into debt to buy things for your kids that you can't afford to prove something to someone that you probably don't even like. As an adult, I can't remember a single gift that I got as a child, but I remember who I spent every Christmas with, and I would take those memories over anything that money could buy any day. There was a time where I put every Christmas gift on a credit card. I managed my money terribly, and I thought that I had to show my family that I was independent and that my college degree hadn't gone to waste, so I fake flexed during Christmas to buy presents that I knew I couldn't afford. I always told myself that I would just pay it off in a couple of months. To be honest, I'm still paying off those gifts from one credit card to this day. My parents don't want that. But because I've been there, I can recognize when I had holiday blues and I wasn't able to fully be present at Christmas because I was worried about what the credit card bill was going to look like the next month. I've since changed my spending habits, and I've been saving for Christmas since July. I'm almost done Christmas shopping, and each gift has been paid for in cash. No more financial holiday blues here. Another way that we might develop holiday blues is by not being able to go home for the holidays or have your traditional holiday experience. I went to college close to home, so this was never something that I personally experienced, but I remember hearing about classmates who weren't able to go home for the holidays and how that affected their holiday season. This is completely normal. It's okay to miss your traditional holiday experience and be sad that you're not seeing your friends and family. I think this is especially relevant for this year, considering that we're still in the middle of a COVID-19 pandemic. I don't know what our holiday season is going to look like due to COVID. We've already canceled Thanksgiving, and I'm pretty sure that Christmas is to follow. With family members on both sides of our families who've tested positive to COVID-19, we're able to witness firsthand the seriousness of this virus and how it impacts the lives of those who've tested positive. If your family's like ours, I'm sure you've had many discussions about the holidays and what it's going to look like this year. Derek and I are very family-oriented, so the thought of spending Christmas apart from our families is devastating. 
But as much as we'd love to see our families this year for Christmas, we want to see them next year and every other day too. So it's important to make sure that we all stay safe and healthy, which means Christmas is going to look a lot different this year. So much of 2020 has been out of our control. Maybe you've lost a family member this year. Maybe you've lost a job. Maybe you ended a relationship or you moved away and you were really looking forward to coming home for the holidays. COVID has taken away so much from us. But you know what else you've done this year? You've survived. You've navigated learning to wear a mask to work and to learn and to grocery shop and to work out. You've navigated virtual learning as a teacher, a student, a parent, or all three. You've navigated remaining healthy or overcoming this virus that has unfortunately taken the lives of so many this year. You've managed to put food on your table despite losing your job. You've navigated reaching out for help when you know that doing so requires you to put your pride aside and contact social services agencies that you've never had to before. In all of this, you were never alone. We're all right here navigating this right here with you. So please know that if this holiday season looks different for you this year or even next year, you're not alone in that either. Set aside any unrealistic expectations of what you want this holiday season to look like. This applies to every holiday season, not just those impacted by COVID-19. Don't isolate yourself. Even if this means having a Zoom Christmas, find a way to virtually be near your people this holiday season. If someone reaches out and wants to be there for you, let them. Listen, I trust that you can get through anything, but I know that we're better together. Avoid any negative coping mechanisms. This means staying away from the Black Friday shopping deals when you know you don't have the self-control and you know you can't afford it. This also means refraining from excessive alcohol use around the holidays. Lastly, and most importantly, continue to check in with yourself. I want you here. Your family and friends want you here. So, if the holiday blues turn into something more serious, or if your sadness doesn't ease after the holidays are over, your symptoms could be a sign of something else. You know when you're not feeling like yourself. If this is you, don't just listen to this and automatically assume that you're experiencing holiday blues and minimize your symptoms. And if you aren't getting better and you're struggling to function as you normally do, then it's time to talk to your doctor or a mental health professional. If you're currently having suicidal thoughts, contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at one 800 273-8255. Sending love to you and yours this holiday season. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Live. As a mental health advocate, I want to encourage you to do something for yourself today. This content is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. 
Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health provider with any questions that you may have. Never disregard professional advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard. If you are in crisis or you think you may have an emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately. If you're having suicidal thoughts, call 1-800-273-8255 to talk to a skilled, trained counselor at a crisis center in your area at any time. If you're located outside of the United States, call your local emergency line immediately. Thank you.